There's a place where sin and shame are powerless. Where my heart has peace with God and forgiveness for all the love I've ever found comes like a flood comes flowing down at the cross at the cross I surrender my life I'm in all of you, I'm in all of you, where your love ran red and my sin washed white, I owe all to you, I owe all to you, I owe all to you, I we surrender and he's worthy of that he laid down his life and gave his all and it's, it's amazing that when you think about salvation that you know human nature says that something that that great that rewarding we got to really work hard for and the fact is that Jesus did all the work and and we trust him and we believe in trust what he did in our place and then when you think about all that he's done and we'll again we'll focus on this tonight matter of fact if you want to turn to Genesis 22 that's where we'll be at tonight and um, when you consider all that Christ has done in our place you think about who he is and how he was undeserving to endure what he endured even death on the cross dying the way that he died though he was sinless and innocent you and I were the ones that were guilty and so undeserving when you think about all that he's done for us you know the right response is Lord I surrender all and I I give myself to you and so I just want to begin tonight uh, by giving God praise for for who he is and for all that he's done for the wonderful hope and the amazing grace and his wonderful love that we enjoy through Christ it's the greatest thing there's nothing in this world that can compare to God's love and knowing the Lord trust in Jesus and being right with God having peace with God and having an abundant life that comes not through money or drugs or alcohol or anything this world has to offer but an abundant life that truly only comes through Christ to have it settled in our hearts to have the peace of God to have the joy of the Lord and to know this world's not our home that we're going somewhere a perfect place called heaven and uh, the best is yet to come and we have an inheritance in glory uh, Jesus is our uh, he's our uh, our older brother if you will and and we've been adopted into his family and everything we're joint heirs with Christ and everything that belongs to him belongs to us so just ama just imagine that I mean it's just it's incredible and when you think about all that we have in Christ uh, the right response is to say, I, I surrender all, all to Jesus, I surrender. And I pray that we 
willingly do that. That's the desire of our heart is to just wave the white flag and say, I give up all my rights, Lord, because it's all about you. It's not about me anymore. And if we live that way, then we'll have joy. If we live that way, we'll have meaning and purpose and stability in life. And faith in Jesus is the victory. So uh, I just want to give God praise for that tonight. Thank God for his love and thank God for the victory that's ours through Jesus and the hope that we have in him. And it will never be taken away. It's ours and uh, it can't be stolen or can't be taken away. And and so I just, I'm grateful for that tonight. Anybody else have a word of praise on your heart as we begin tonight? Yes, ma'am. Yes. Right. About this time last night, it was pretty rough down in that area. Yes, ma'am. Yes, amen. great yeah amen right uh, that's right New Orleans had a, a I believe a tornado that went through and and uh, Miss Elaine's talking about the storms that came uh, through last night and and um, and just grateful for answered prayer for God's protective hand especially on on your family and and it just encourages us tonight you know, as we focus on prayer, you know, it just encourages us to know that, that God answers. And he answered that prayer, and we give him praise for that. So thankful for that. To God be the glory. Glad they're safe. Anybody else tonight? All right. Remember Miss Jessie Smith, and glad she's home. I'm grateful for that. And, uh, and tomorrow's a new day. Pray she has a, a, a better day tomorrow. And no place like home, though. I'm grateful for that. So glad to hear that. Any other praise tonight? blessed and God is definitely long suffering towards us and towards our nation but God has, has definitely blessed and yes Janelle 
All right. Hey. Yeah, amen. I'm glad to hear that and rejoice with y'all and thankful for that. I know he's glad to get all that training behind him. And so that's great. Now, has he passed the test at home yet? Has he, has he passed the test that... <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, the test that you give him. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But I'm grateful to hear that. And uh, praise the Lord. Yeah. That's great. That's always exciting. Yeah, amen. That's great. I had I had lunch. I don't know if it was, I guess it was last week. And Wayne Dicker was there and said that they'd have you know, people join and so glad to hear that. Baptisms, that's what it's all about. Um, that's great. Yeah, praise the Lord for that. Amen. Lord, send us revival. God's still, he's still working and he can still change lives if we honor him. And I, I pray that that's what we'll desire to do is trust and obey him and God send us revival. And of course, we're praying for revival here and uh, we have our spring revival coming up really soon. It'll be April the 10th. So uh, as we begin tonight, I want to pray. And we've got Friend Day as well, um, April the 10th. And uh, I just envision and been praying that on that morning service of the 10th that, uh, that we'll just have a, have a good turnout and, and we'll be inviting our friends, our neighbors, family, friends, co-workers, whoever, that God might lay on our hearts and let's, let's unite together to, to have a, a, a joined effort to uh, you know, to, to reach out to our friends. don't have to wait till the tenth, but you know, um, let's let's invite our friends on Friend Day on the tenth, and uh, pray it'll be a great day, and God will just be glorified. We'll worship, be celebration, and and uh, we'll just pack this place out. So um, let's pray for that. Pray for revival as well, and um, it's good to see everybody. I welcome you tonight, and uh, uh, those of you online as well. We're grateful that you're joining us, and it's a beautiful evening, and I'm grateful. Uh, for this opportunity to meet together and to, to worship and pray. and So let's call on the Lord right now and ask God to help us. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for this time together. It really is a privilege. And I agree with Miss Helen, Lord. We, we are blessed in this nation. And I'm grateful, Lord, for uh, your hand of blessing on us, Lord, to, to live where we do and to have the freedom, Lord, to come and to worship tonight and to pray. And God, we are grateful that, that you hear our prayer. Lord, as we call on you, Lord, we thank you for your mercy and for your grace. God, you are long-suffering towards us. And help us, Lord, to trust you more. Help us to love you more. God, we pray for revival. Lord, impress upon the hearts of our church family here, of those visitors or those friends that we can reach out to on Friend Day. And, and God, that we would uh, check on them and pray for them and build relationships with them and, and encourage them, Lord, to come and be with us, Lord, on the 10th. And we pray for revival, Lord, for the singing, uh, the, the planning, and all that goes into it, Lord. We pray especially for Zach Shaw, Lord, as he is preparing the word, God, that you've laid on his, hearts, uh, on his heart that, that we need to hear. Uh, we just pray, God, that you will work. God, that you will prepare hearts. We pray for victory. We pray for celebration. God, that we'll do just like we sang just a, few, just a few moments ago, that we'll surrender our life. And God, that we'll stand in awe of you. We'll be amazed, God, and we'll give you praise. And Lord, that we'll trust you and surrender and commit to you, Lord, to draw ever closer to you, Lord. Not out of religion, out of obligation, but Lord, out of 
a relationship, a love relationship with you because, Lord, you're worthy and we are grateful, Lord. We just pray for revival, Lord, and we just pray for our church. Bless us tonight, Lord, our students, our kids, and, and adults here, Lord, in prayer meeting, and those online, Lord, I just pray you'll bless. Encourage us, God, as only you can, in Jesus' name, amen. All right, well, if you'll turn with me to Genesis chapter 22. And as I was talking about David passing a test, um, you know, we all will face tests from the Lord. And I, I pray that when we do, that, that we'll pass the test. Well, how can we pass the test? You know, just right here at the start, when you think about a test that God gives you, how would you say, you know, that uh, is, is uh, some ways that we can pass the test that God causes us to endure? Like Job had a test, obviously. Here tonight, we're going to see Abraham was tested. How do we, when God tests us, how do we pass the test? Amen. Prayer, trust, trust in the Lord. That's right. We, we've got, the, we've got the, the cliff notes, if you will, the Word of God. You know, God's given us the manual. He's given us the instruction book. And His Word, if we hide His Word in our heart, uh, we'll not sin against Him. And that's the key, you know, is to trust God, to honor and trust His Word. And when we do that, He will always bless. When God's people take God at His Word, He will always bless. And the regret comes when we don't take Him at His Word. Then we know that His Word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. You know, it'll, it'll guide the way. It'll, it'll show us the way. And, and so that, that's key, you know. And, and we think about Abraham that we're going to be looking at here tonight. Abraham didn't have the completed Word of God like we do today. Uh, but we, we're blessed. We, we have God's Word that we can uh, turn to and spend time in and, and in devotion and, and uh, ask God to speak and just spend time with the Lord in prayer and trusting and, and obeying His Word. And certainly all of that is, is vital to passing the test. We don't pass the test by just doing what we feel and think. You know, a, a test will come and we neglect prayer. Uh, we, we don't meditate on Scripture. We don't read Scripture. We don't, you know, we don't apply God's Word to our life. Maybe we, we, we lay out a church or whatever. We're not faithful um, to the Lord like we should be. All of those things are, are recipes for, uh, for defeat. Um, but every time that we will go to God and go to God in prayer and turn to God in prayer, then uh, that's where the power is, you know, prayer. Sometimes we say, well, that's all I can do is pray. Well, that's, that's the most powerful thing we can do, you know, is pray. And sometimes we don't think like that. We think, okay, it's up to me to do everything. And then when I get overwhelmed and I, I realize I can't do it, then I'll go to God. And it might be that, you know, that God permits tests to come our way because, you know, we need to get a sense of being overwhelmed. I can't do this. So God will, will, will uh, permit tests to come. And, and then that's when we cling to Him and we run to Him and we pray. And we do those things. And, and that will give us the victory. And, and so here tonight, I want us, I want us to begin with uh, verses 4 and 5 of Genesis 22. And then on the third day, Abraham lifted his eyes and saw the place afar off. And Abraham said to his young men, Stay here with the donkey, the lad, and I will go yonder and worship, and we will come back to you. Now what's going on right here? What is it that, that Abraham saw afar off? 
Not, not, not here, not quite. The offering, that's the word, that's right. Uh, here in this passage, the Lord tested Abraham's faith and Abraham passed the test. His faith was confirmed here in this passage when Abraham obeyed everything the Lord told him to do. I know it probably didn't make sense to him because, you know, Abraham was promised. What, what did God promise Abraham and, and Sarah? What's that? They promised us a, a child and that through that child would be a nation and that the inheritance would be, you know, as, as the stars in the sky, you know, and that God, and so, you know, they, they, how old were they when this? They, they were on up in years. Yeah, uh, Sarah was what ninety, going on one hundred years old, and and so um, just things weren't making sense. And you know, um, you know, so here God seemed to be delaying in His time, and certainly didn't match Abraham and Sarah because they tried to help God out. You know, with the handmaid, and you know, we we know that story, and that's another message for uh, for another time. But um, but here now, God allows Sarah to have a son their only son Isaac and so now God is telling Abraham to take the son of promise and his son Isaac and 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 offer him as a burnt offering but notice notice this passage don't miss this so Abraham tells the young men stay here with the donkey the lad and I will go yonder and worship but what's the last phrase of verse 5 say we will come back to you. So it's like, okay, Abraham, let me scratch my head for a minute. Do you understand what God's asking? You understand what a burnt offering is, right? Well, certainly Abraham knew what a burnt offering was. So, um, so what's happening here? He's supposed to, go, uh, God tells him to go offer his son Isaac, but if he does that, how, how can we come back to you? Again, the only ones that, that is going, uh, that's going even further is Abraham and his son, the lad. Uh, it's very clear in this passage. Um, stay here. He, he's telling you know, his, his group, stay with the donkey. The lad and I will go yonder and worship. So it's just Abraham and Isaac that's going to go. Well, then he makes a statement that we will come back to you. So what is that? God's going to provide. And I think also... I don't know that Abraham had it all figured out, you know, but Abraham knew that God would make a way, that God would somehow, that they would, you know, that they would be back. Or if, if, if Isaac was sacrificed, that God would bring him back, but somehow. And I think that boils down to just good old faith, right? Obedience and faith. And, and so that, that's still the case in 2022. You know, we must trust and obey. And there's no other way to be happy in Jesus but trust and obey and so while they were journeying with their group Abraham and Isaac came to a point beyond which others could not go you know they, they only could go so far so does that remind any of you of, of anything I mean the others were told to stay back while the father and son went to commune together went to worship together so think about it is there is there a uh, a story in the New Testament where a group of, of people went so far and then the uh, a, a smaller group went so far but then 
that that group had to stay and then, then only one was able to go and pray yet Jesus was, was in the garden of Gethsemane right yeah, there's, there's just a similarity there I mean the, the disciples went with Jesus and then he told them to stay and then told the inner circle Peter, James and John to, to stay and then ultimately Jesus went alone to pray to the Father and that's, that's what this reminds me about it reminds me of the darkness of Gethsemane where Jesus left Peter, James and John and the other disciples and he went alone to commune with the Father as he faced Calvary. Well, in Genesis 22, look at verses 6 and 8. Uh, we just read verses 4 and 5 where uh, Abraham tells them to stay and he and the lad would go further to worship and that they would come back. So Abraham took the wood of the burnt offering and laid it on Isaac, his son. And he took the fire in his hand and a knife and the two of them went together. Now look at verse 7. But Isaac spoke to Abraham, his father, and said, My father. And he said, Here I am, son. Or here I am, my son. Then he said, Look, the fire and the wood. But where is the lamb for the burnt offering? And Abraham said, My son, God will provide for himself the lamb for a burnt offering. So the two of them went together. So there's the key. Just as Larry said, God will provide. Isaac looked up at his father, and in Abraham's hand, there was this torch, and there was a knife, which was obviously instruments needed to be used to offer a burnt offering. So Isaac could read his father's face. He began to realize what was about to happen. Think of what must have been going through Isaac's heart as he saw his father go without a lamb to that place of sacrifice think of what it must have been in Abraham's heart I was talking to Teresa about this Monday in the office and, uh, and, and I was sharing with her that you know when Matthew was born um, you know prior to Matthew I, I had never been a father before but I was able to think more of the love of the father in a way that I'd never been able to to, to think before because I'd never been a father you know there's also the love of Jesus you know Jesus' love is amazing what he did for he willingly laid down his life and died and sacrificed himself for our sin but there's also the love of the father and so when I had a son I could then I had a perspective that I never had before and, and so think about that for a moment can you imagine you know, Teresa said, I couldn't offer my son. And I'm sure us, we, we all would understand that and would feel the same way. You know, especially to a, a people that, you know, that were rebellious and, you know, that, that could care less, you know. And, 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 and so, I, I mean, I, I just couldn't. I couldn't. And here Abraham, the long-awaited promise, they had waited, their son Isaac. And now God is telling him to go offer Isaac you know what a test and and I think um, you know that we can say that Abraham passed the test because of faith and obedience and that's true for us as well no matter what test we face you may not be told to do what Abraham was told to do here 
But when the testing comes, let's pass it with faith and obedience. Though the love of Jesus and the love of the Father is infinite in their love. We, I mean, how deep it is, how wide it is. We just can't, we can't comprehend it. Think with me of how it must have moved the Father's heart to give His only Son to die on the cross. Just, just think about that. Think how much the Lord Jesus suffered. We think about injustices. And that's not fair. Well, that was the greatest injustice of all time was when the perfect, sinless Creator God came in this world and died the way that He died as a common criminal, though He was innocent. And the times that He was being accused and mocked, many times He stood there silent. You know, Isaiah talk, talked about, you know, as a, as a lamb, you know, headed to the slaughter. And, and Jesus willingly did that. But think about how much God the Father suffered as well. They, uh, they both did so willingly. The Father gave His Son willingly, and Jesus came and died on the cross willingly. It wasn't like the Father telling the Son, like maybe a father would tell, an earthly father would tell our son, go to your room, you know, and we make them. Go apologize to your brother. You know how that goes, you know. They don't even look at each other, you know. It wasn't that the Father sent Jesus down here on a mission that Jesus was unwilling to do. Jesus willingly did it. And the Father willingly gave up His Son. So how does this remind you of the Father's heart for you? Just think about that. We need to personalize this. You know, for God so loved Mark. You know, insert your name. For God so loved that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life the father willingly gave the son and the son willingly came and died so how does it change our perspective to think of the christian life not solely as a duty to be lived out but as a relationship with the perfect loving father you know just like we sang i owe all to you at the cross at the cross lord i surrender my life I'm in awe of you. We just need to be amazed. Are we amazed at what Jesus did for us? Are we amazed that the Father willingly gave His Son and, and died? I mean, there was a, you know, there's, there's the war of the ages and there's the sin problem. And yet God had a solution. God has a plan for our salvation. God could have said, they blew it. I made it clear what they were not supposed to do and they did what I told them not to do. We know how that is as parents, right? You know, we give boundaries and, and um, you know, we, we give guidelines and kids just a lot of times, you know, they, they break them. Well, mankind did that and we, we didn't do what God told us to do. We, we rebelled against God. We were made to worship and love and serve God. Death was never supposed to be a part of the plan. But when sin entered the picture, the consequences of sin is death. You know, the wages of sin is death. And the, the perfect Garden of Eden was no longer that way. And God could have said, no hope. The wages of sin is death. And God would have been just in saying that. 
But the gift of God <laughs> is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord, praise God. And, and so when we consider that, we ought to surrender our all to Him. His love for us. The blood of Jesus washes our sin away, makes us white as snow. So why do we do what we do? Is it because we've surrendered to God, because of love for the Lord, for who He is and what He's done? And I did this on Monday. I, I spent some time reflecting on the Father's love. And I'll be honest with you, that's an aspect of, of God's love that I, that I don't really think as much about compared to the Savior's love, you know? But it's all, it's all one, you know, it's all, it all, it's all true, it's all there. But I just focused on the fact that the Father gave His Son for me. And I told Teresa, I said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to walk down to the track and just make a couple of laps. And I did a prayer walk, walking down there at the track, and, and, just, and just thank God, you know, for what He made available to me. I'm undeserving, but I'm grateful that through His mercy and grace that He, he sent His Son. Oh, how He loves you and me. You know, oh, how he loves you and me. He gave his life. What more could he give? Jesus willingly gave his life, and the Father willingly sent his Son. So I encourage you to do that. Man, it's, you know, it's still sunshine outside. There's a lot of people walking around town now. Go down to the track and walk, or, or walk around the neighborhood. And, and when you walk, do a, do a prayer walk. Just, just be amazed at God's love. And, and uh, just be amazed at, at what the Father has made available to us through Christ. So, I'll go back to verse 8. My son, God will provide for himself the lamb for a burnt offering. And he did provide the lamb, didn't he? We know here in Genesis 22 there was a literal lamb in, that was called in the thicket, but God ultimately provided the lamb in the Lord Jesus Christ. And Jesus paid it all, sacrificed himself for us. So as we get closer and closer to Easter, I pray that we'll think about His love. Now on April the 3rd, we're going to observe the Lord's Supper during the morning service. And that's the time that we remember. And I pray as we get ever closer you know, to when we observe the Lord's Supper, that we'll remember what Jesus did for us. Remember the body of Jesus and remember the blood of Jesus. And remember the Father willingly gave His Son for you and me. There's nobody in this world that can say that God doesn't love them because you look at the old bloody rugged cross and it shows the greatest love mankind has ever known so let's let's think about that and meditate on that and and I pray that that'll make April the 3rd during our uh, morning service as we observe communion it'll be ever special as we remember and we're obedient to the Lord's command as often as we do it we do it in remembrance of him any any thoughts or comments or questions? Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull up our live stream here in case uh, someone has a prayer request. I appreciate those of you that are joining us online. And uh, it says Vicky Chapel's watching with me. <laughs> All right. Um. Okay. So. Uh, so I've, I've got it pulled up. So if it, those of you that are watching online, uh, if you have any prayer requests or any comments, any questions or anything like that, I, I encourage you to, uh, to comment and share that. We'll see it, and I'll share that with the others. Um, also, uh, 
as I shared, we've, uh, we've got our spring revival coming up the, uh, the 10th through the 13th, and Friend Day is, is, is the 10th as well as we begin our spring revival. And then um, our kids' Easter celebration on the 9th, that's Saturday the 9th. So please remember that, and our young at heart are welcome to join us for lunch, and that will include an egg hunt. Not for the young at heart, but uh, the kids will do that uh, before lunch, and then we'll have lunch together. Doug's getting all that together, so um, that's April the 9th. That's going to be a, a great weekend in the life of our church, is, and uh, we'll start our spring revival in the evening service, and that'll go through uh, the 13th as well. So be in prayer for revival. Be in prayer for Friend Day as well, just praying, you know, that... We'll have a wonderful service on the 10th. And then on the 3rd, as I mentioned, uh, we will have uh, Lord's Supper as well. And then um, the uh, the end of April, I'm not sure if it's going to be the, I think it's the 24th, uh, we're going to have a, a VBS organizational meeting. Uh, Doug's going to be um, sharing uh, information about Vacation Bible School, and, and we'll share about that. But um, we'll have sign-up sheets and things like that available as well. Registration will, will be open. We'll start registration for Vacation Bible School, which will be July the 5th through the 8th. So that's, and that's kind of a it's, a, it's a unique year this year with July the 4th being on a Monday. Uh, so we'll start on a Tuesday night and then go through Friday. So uh, just be in prayer for Vacation Bible School and also our, our students as uh, they are signing up and uh, they, they'll have a donut fundraiser. As I understand, Stoney's going to be giving out uh, sign-up sheets for that tonight. So anybody want those hot nows or if you want those buy one, get one uh, cards, um, I think they're, they're $10. And, um, and so um, uh, they'll be selling that as a fundraiser for their, um, their summer missions camp at Mobile, Alabama. And that'll be in June. So uh, just remind you about that. And... Um, and so, uh, obviously, be in prayer um, for, uh, for this Sunday. Looking forward to being together this Sunday. Pray that God will prepare hearts and that um, we'll have a great day here on the Lord's Day. Looking forward to this coming Sunday. And um, we're going to be starting a, uh, a, a, a series in Luke. Um, we uh, finished up in, in Job. And so, um, just in praying, I feel like that as we get... As we approach Easter, that we'll go through the Gospel of Luke, and and uh, that'll lead us up to Easter Sunday. So excited about that! Going to be starting that um, on Sunday morning, and then on Sunday nights we'll be uh, we'll be in Isaiah. Um, so we already started that last Sunday, but um, so just want to share that with you. Looking forward to this coming Lord's Day, and, and uh, so um, we want to pray for for our church, and um, also. Um, if you'll remember Susan Bolding, I talked with Jerry uh, before the service tonight. Uh, Susan had eye surgery, and uh, he said it was a real, you know, quick procedure, and said everything went well, and and so we're grateful for that, and just continue to pray for her. Um, and then I think she's going to have surgery in the other eye as well. So just can just remember her in prayer, and um, of course Vicky, glad that that Jesse, your your mom is home. Grateful for that. And um, continue to pray for Todd Aiken. Wasn't it good to see Todd here um, Sunday? And um, also uh, George Jackson, uh, George and Bobbery. We want to continue to remember them. And uh, Don and Faye Kelly as well. And 
Bob and Kathy Collins also want to continue to remember them in prayer. And also uh, Marianne Arnett. This is uh, Steve's, uh, Steve Arnett. Um, she's recovering from a stroke. So please remember her. Is there any, Larry, do you know any stepmom? Okay. All right. So let's continue to remember her. Sorry to hear that. Right. So let's certainly remember uh, Marianne Arnett and then Steve's dad as well. Uh, lift them up to the Lord. And uh, yeah, she's she's recovered. I guess is she back to work now? Still has a few more weeks, but she's. They got that procedure, and she's, she can see driving and everything. So, um, Yeah, he, he went to uh, the orthopedic, my dad, and, uh, and they determined that he's going to have to have a knee replacement surgery. So um, he's kind of wanting to, to wait a few weeks um, before he does that. So, uh, you know, maybe like around end of April, May time frame, so, um, and, you know, that's, uh, you like to be able to get a shot or, or some therapy or something like that, but, you know, the thing about the, the surgery is it's, it's, it's extensive and everything, but it's you know, a tough recovery, but once you get it, you know, maybe that'll take care of, of that, so uh, just continue to pray for, for Dad. Appreciate you asking, and, and uh, just, you know, just praying that, uh, that he'll be able to get this done soon, and uh, and it'll give him some relief. And, uh, also, uh, Donna's asked us to add Ron Howard. That's not Opie, is it? I'm sorry, Donna. I've, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I always watch uh, Andy Griffith. Um, I discovered a few weeks ago that Andy Griffith comes on one channel at four o'clock. And they, and they show it just till like seven o'clock, and I get I get I get home and I try to catch some of them, and uh, so that was on my mind. I'm sorry, Donna, but uh, Ron Howard, uh, his daughter, is uh, Donna's coworker, and uh, he has been diagnosed with colon cancer. So let's please remember uh, Donna's um, Donna's prayer request for Ron Howard. Uh, they're doing more scans tomorrow and see if it's spread so why don't we just pray tonight that when they do the scan it's gone you know just ask God to touch yeah Lewis Lewis Edwards is home now his wife they they were they were having to do a procedure or, or surgery Okay, so Lewis is home. Yeah, continued prayers. I know, I know the community is really rallying. A lot of prayers going up for this sweet couple, and in particular his wife. So uh, let's remember them. Thank you for reminding us, Miss Helen, about Lewis Edwards. What's his wife's name? Nancy. That's right. 
Ja. Okay. All right, so let's remember this family. We're talking about the family that was also involved in the wreck with Lewis and Nancy Edwards, and so they need our prayers as well. We want to pray for them. Okay, any others tonight? Casey Whitlock family. All right, let's remember them during their time of bereavement. All right, any others? All right, well, let's join our hearts together. It's so good to see y'all tonight. I appreciate you uh, being here, and uh, let's pray for each other, lift each other up. Those of you that are joining us online as well, let's uh, let's pray together and and ask God to help those on our prayer list. Pray for God's mercy, and let's also pray for our church upcoming uh, events uh, especially this coming Lord's Day Heavenly Father God we are grateful that we can call on your name and we know that prayer is powerful there's no power like prayer power and we turn over to you we look to you because God we need you we're desperate people and we're nothing without you God you tell us that without you we can do nothing so Lord we claim that and we, we reaffirm that in our hearts and lives Lord that it's either you or nothing and that's why we call on your name. And we ask for your help. We pray for our church. We ask, God, that you would bless. We pray for this coming Lord's Day. God, that you would prepare hearts and love to see visitors here and uh, members as well. And just see, God, you do a work in our hearts, Lord, this coming Lord's Day. God, that we'll celebrate and worship you. And God, that we'll just stand back and be amazed and just say, God did that, Lord. And we just pray for this coming Sunday. And And um, we pray for our friend day as well. We pray for our revival. God, that you would revive our hearts, God. We know that you desire to do it. But help us, God, to desire you, to let your desires be our desires. God, to love you and to draw closer to you and to commit to you, dear Lord. And we just pray, Lord, that you would indeed send a revival. And God, we pray for Nancy and Lewis Edwards. We pray for them and also for the family that was involved in this wreck. I pray for your mercy and for your healing touch, dear Lord. And I pray for Susan Bolden, God, that you'll touch and heal her, Lord, and help her, God, to just recover and be able to see clearly. And uh, we pray for Jerry as well. And uh, we pray for the Casey Whitlock family. Lord, we lift them up to you and ask God again for your mercy. Lord, may they sense your presence and know, God, that you love them. And we pray for them, God, during this time. Also, Lord, we pray for Ron Howard. God, we just, we know, God, that you're the great physician. And we know that you're able. And Lord, we just want to pray right now in Jesus' name that when they go for more scans and tests tomorrow, Lord, that they'll just wonder what's going on. Why is there nothing there? We pray, God, you'd take it away in Jesus' name. We pray for Ron, and we lift him up to you. And, and um, Lord, we pray for uh, the Arnettes, for, um, for Mary Ann. God, we, we lift her up to you, Lord, uh, during this time. And uh, she's dealing with her stroke, recovering from her stroke. And, uh, we pray for, for Steve's dad as well. We appreciate Steve and Chrissy. Lord, they're faithful. They serve you, and they're a blessing, and we just ask God that you would just help them. We pray for Todd Aiken as well. It's great to see him Sunday. Lord, help him, God. Give him victory, dear Lord. And we love to see him again this Sunday. And pray for visitors, God, um, that you'll just 
just prepare hearts and just do a great work this coming Lord's Day and we give you praise Lord we pray for Ukraine and, and, and the things going on over there and we just ask God that you would guide and we pray Lord that you would have mercy and uh, we pray for our, our nation we pray Lord for our leaders God help us Lord to look to you may we honor you dear Lord and help us as the church Lord to be the salt and light that you've commanded us to be and I pray that liberty first, Lord, that we'll be a lighthouse here in this community for your glory. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, I hope you all have a great rest of the week. And looking forward to, Lord willing, if the trumpet don't sound, we'll see you on Sunday.